This is an AMI podcast. So this is definitely Friday. Yes, it is. Definitely, or definitely, oh, that's the wrong button. Let's try that one. Oh, welcome along. Hi, everybody. It's uh, Double Tap. This is the chaos that exists, usually the bits you don't hear on our show before we start. Uh, But actually, today we were just really struggling to work out what day it was. We've come to the conclusion it's Friday. Friday. Let's just hope we're correct. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. A little bit of behind the scenes for people there, you know. People like that kind of stuff, I suppose. And also, I could not be bothered trying to restart. I just thought, I, I, can't, I just not got it in me today. I don't we have it in me. We should have known it was the end of the week because we're both at that sort of level. <laughs> ah, hello, is it time for a holday yet? Oh, well, do you know something? Right, so I'm going to let the listeners in a little secret, okay? Yes, because I just did. Well, you did. And and it's and actually, I think it's important that we, you know, Share. keep our audience aware of what's going on. So uh-huh. you'll listen to Tuesday and Wednesday show next week, and you might be forgiven for thinking, hey, they haven't opened up the feed box. No. Uh, that's because we're actually not here next week. Well, I'm not. I'm going off on holiday for a couple of days. So we have done them in advance. It's like it's we've a- time travelled. Into the future. Yeah. And we've made technology shows. Well, well done. Wow, it is, it is a Friday, isn't it? We made technology shows. Allegedly. Yes. Sorry, I have to say this. Allegedly for the for the lawyers. Allegedly. It is a tech show, honest. You will not notice not one jot of difference. We will, of course. It would just it'd be seamless. It'll be like we're still here, even though yeah. we won't be. But you know, usual chaos. But you know, just just yeah, pre-recorded chaos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm off to Amsterdam next week. I know tulips yeah. from Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Uh, that's a funny place to go. I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I, I, I'm going to ask you: Is this what they call a city break? Oh, uh, it might be. Yeah, I, I, I don't think like it is. them. I don't right. like them. When, okay, I'll tell you what it is. Now, tell me <sighs> okay, if I'm I've wrong. Got my coffee. I'm settling in. Right. Okay. Right, here we go. Okay. Holidays or vacations, oh, I believe they're called over the pond. I think they call that halitosis. <laughs> Vacationing. I'm, yes. I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. No, you're not I a can't... fan of leaving the shed. No, well, I'm not. Look, look, holidays, right? Fine. Have some time off, you know, Thanks. spend some time with your partner or loved ones. Absolutely or fine. Or loved ones. Wow. Or, yeah, not the same. <laughs> Wow, you you really must like that shed, because you are now living in it, my friend. Right. If you go on holiday, are you one for being... I'm going to use the term sightseeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. For a thing that's... Ableist. um, Ableist. (laughs) It's actually doubly doubly ableist, isn't it? Because it's sight and seeing. How dare you? I know. It's a disgrace. Someone... (laughs) A friend of mine texted me the other day, and he's he was on a family day out to a um, it was a bird sanctuary. Yes. And I thought that that must be the worst time in the world, mustn't it? I mean, God bless you. You can't see the birds. It's just basically us standing in a field, going, "Ah, oh, really? Uh, describe that bird to me." Oh, that's can, interesting. Can I just can I just give you a, a short? I just want to do a quick tech demonstration because it's a tech show, guys. Yes. Uh, I want to give you a tech demonstration now of something that is happening now around the world. Oh no! You're going to get emails. Well, I'm not going to. I'm just saying. And if you go abroad, people somewhere, like their birds. Look, look, birds are great. Okay, birds, are, yes, fantastic. I'm all and going, for bird. I am pro bird on this uh, show. Let's go and see the uh, Eiffel Tower. Really, I'm not. Into, basically, it's just me walking up a load of steps. I can't enjoy I must admit, it. I'm I, sorry. I, I'm kind of similar to you. I went to Toronto, a beautiful, stunning city full of wonderful people. I sat on. <laughs> I sat on the sightseeing bus, the ablest bus. Uh, I sat on it. Uh, <laughs> And um, I, I just sat with my headphones. You're supposed to put the headphones in to listen to the guide, you know, telling you what's going on. I just sat listening to another podcast. Uh, yeah, and you know, I just sat the there thing? for like an hour and a half. And it was no, cause I, there was nothing really I could see. It's, at one point, someone nudged me and said, that's the CN Tower. And I tried to pretend to take a picture of it. Um, that was it. And it was, I mean, I'm sure people? it was wonderful. 
Are we bad blind people? Is that what it is? Yes, we are. We are. I know lots of blind people that love going away and they love smelling and sniffing and touching everything. Oof. But I've got to say, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of I them. No. I want to sit next to the pool on a lounger and have burgers and booze brought to me. That's, that's not it. That's not a blind I, thing. I go on a... Ho- what? That's just a that's lazy a, man that's thing, That's a 40 to 50-year-old man thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. When I go to a hotel, I don't leave the room. I don't go downstairs <laughs> to the restaurant. I have all room service. And we have dinner in the room, and I, I just, it's just having some time away from. I'm going to say the kids. I was going to yeah, say home, but of course, it's, yeah, right. And it's enjoying the facilities as yes. long as they're in the room. We paid for them, and, and yeah, having room service and just taking some some time out. That's the thing. Quite I right, Priest. I'm with you on this. Thank you. So why are you going to Amsterdam to do exactly the same as you've just suge- suggested? I am going to basically sit in a room uh, and uh, yep, hope no yep, one yep, ever yep. finds me. Um, cool. Yeah, in that case, I'm behind you, sir. Good luck to you. Yeah. No, I, I, that we're going to relax because apparently that's a place you can relax. <laughs> Some would say relax a bit too much. Steady, um, no. I'm not going anywhere near that. Thank you very much. But uh, you okay. know. Okay. Uh, but no, Amsterdam's a lovely place, and it's funny because when I went to Vienna, that's what kind of started all this. Because when we did the trip to Vienna, uh, you had to go via Amsterdam, and. I don't know. I, I just didn't realise how close it was from Glasgow to Amsterdam. It's an hour and a half. It's yeah, nothing. that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's full of bikes and canals, though. I'm going to say not blind friendly. It's, it, yeah, well, that's another thing. Although it is, it is. Um, <laughs> let's just say uh, walker friendly because it's flat. Oh, flat. No hills. Nothing. So I'm sorry. I hate that. That's that to me is the same as when you go up to a reception somewhere and they say, "Can you use the stairs?" Yes. Yes, like my legs. Well, actually, not mine, but other people's legs are fine. It's our eyes that don't work. Do you need the lift? No, I don't need the lift. I'm fine. Yeah, I must. I still take the lift. I, uh, okay, you know, fair I enough. Prefer to take that if I'm perfectly honest. Well, it's flat. That doesn't make any difference. Well, I, I suppose for me, it just means you're not. I mean, I suppose there's curbs. I guess there's curbs. I hope there is. We'll soon That's find out. We're in the middle for. of the road. Yeah, but uh, I mean, who knows? I have never been other than through the airport, so never been there. I thought it'd be quite nice to do. My wife and I are celebrating today our mm. 10th wedding anniversary. Oh, oh, Thank oh, you. well done, you. Oh, that's beautiful. She has put up with me for this length of time. Uh-huh. Is, I mean, I hope it lasts to 20 for, you know, oh, for my benefit. Isn't that nice? But yes, um, very, very happy. So we've decided we'd go away. And it's funny because, you know, it, when I said this, when you say this to married people, it comes across very differently each time if i say it doesn't feel like 10 years the response can oh i, I always think the te- the the, the mm. response you get tells a lot about the marriage that you're speaking uh, you know about the, the person you're speaking Dear. to because uh, some people are like oh no we're the same it feels like we just got together other people yeah feels longer yeah feels like an eternity but not for yes. us no no it doesn't it feels honestly, i can't believe it's 10 years but the and thing is my wife and i met when we were at school i will say we did sweethearts. not date yes. at school because oh, that would have been weird lovely uh, not we, when you're both children, that's fine. No, because that's ridiculous. I mean, the children do go out with each other, but <laughs> yes. yeah, anyway, let's not go there. But yes, okay. so, <laughs> uh, but we did, we got together after school and um, I don't mean at half past three, I mean like when we left. Yes. And yeah. Um, yeah, we decided to, you know, we got, we got married. We were together before that for a long time. So yeah, we've known each other forever. We actually yes. met when we were 12. Oh, so we've been that, a, we've been together for so a nice. long time. So she had a long time. She she's known me longer than we've been married. So I'm she gonna say could have been married ten years. Yeah, so, so she really, could have actually said no way, Jose, to me. Yeah, not because that's not my you. name, and I would have had to double check with her who she was talking about. But uh, no, she's that's beautiful. Congratulations, Stephen. You. So well we're having done. a lovely day today. I'm spending it with you, which is brilliant. Um, Weird. And <laughs> when's our anniversary? Do we know? <laughs> when did we I don't meet? Know. I there have probably no is idea. an anniversary. We probably do have an anniversary. Yeah. Hmm, starting to feel itchy. Um, right. <laughs> uh, let's. What are we doing today? Right. I'll tell you what I want to talk about. I want to talk about two things. I'll talk about a lot of things, actually. I want to talk about Phone Link from Ooh, Microsoft. Yes. Everyone's talking mm. about this. But before that, I have something special for you. And I say I have something special. I don't oh. have something special for you. This oh. is actually, this is a momentous day. Because not only is it my 10th wedding anniversary, yes. uh, this is a, a big day for Double Tap because we have our first original theme tune produced by a listener what? just for us. No way. Yeah. Who? Who? 
Is no. it Greg? Is it Greg in Pennsylvania? <laughs> Do we Greg, need the beat machine? Julian. Um, yeah, everyone's got in touch. All the Gregs got together. They set up a barbershop quartet. Is that a quartet? The four yeah. Gregs. Yes. The four Gregs. Um, no, this is uh, someone who hasn't been on our show for a while. You might remember when we did our very short stint of live episodes, um, we uh, used to have calls from a lovely guy called Philippe Bouchard. From Clare, New Brunswick, Canada, the yes. blind music person. I think it's musician. Well musician. done. Musician. That's, yes. that's, that's exactly what I was reaching <laughs> for. Person. I missed. Um, so the blind music person. Person. Uh, yeah. He got in touch with us quite a lot, and he was he's such a lovely, bubbly guy. And uh, there's some news, actually. Someone actually told us this on the show recently, that um, he's going to be on AMI soon. He is. He's going to be appearing on one of the AMI telly shows, our French, <gasps> sister French channel. And um, we're looking forward to learning all about that. But in amongst all this, he's created a little song for us. Hit it, big boy. You ready for this? Yes. Crank it up. That's us doing this, by the way, not him. Right, here he comes. Thank you for that, Philippe. That's cheered me up no end today. Uh, I, I say that's our new official intro. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's been aiming for that. Actually, I think he's been going for that. In there. That is absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for that, Philippe. And uh, you will be able to watch him soon on AMI Telly. We'll get you all the details from the good people at AMI, and we'll share them here on uh, Double Tap. But uh, yeah, that was nice. Oh, I like that. That was excellent. <sighs> ah, this, he's so positive. He's so. Ah, he's so uplifting. Yeah, Thank I mean, you, you know, to all the people who send in demos, that's really nice, but I think you've got to up yeah. your game. I mean, yeah, I think sorry. you've got to put your demos to music. Your, uh, what do they call it, <laughs> falsettos? I think we need a bit more of that. Yeah. A bit of Bee Gees, that's what we need. Well, I think we had a bit of that in there. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about PhoneLink then, because this is, so for people who don't know, this is an app that's been around on Microsoft for a little while, okay? So, been around on the Microsoft uh, system, Different um, providers, different computers have, have done different things. So, like, for example, Dell had their own version, I think. Uh, but Microsoft always had that phone link app. It was really for Android phones, and you could connect it up. Not really ever using it. I don't know what the great benefit was. I think you can make calls and send messages from it. Um, so could, a little bit like also, WhatsApp, I guess. Uh, yeah, kind of. I suppose it's more like the Mac iPhone experience, but... A little bit more limited. Plus, yeah, you could not. copy text between the two. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great implementation, if we're honest. But it worked. You know, it was fine. Okay. Uh, and of course, now in the upcoming version of Windows, coming it will soon, add iPhone support. <laughs> so that's Sorry. very good. So no, no, it's well done. You should be worried, Rob, voiceover man. He's no, coming no, for he your really, job. He really shouldn't. So uh, yes. Uh, Phone link will be updated soon to support iPhones as well. So you will be able to get your notifications and your um, messages and even make calls from your computer via your iPhone. Now, before everyone gets excited about this, uh, because this is the problem sometimes when you read the articles online, uh, you, you sometimes see headlines like, soon or now you're able to you know link your iphone to your pc but there's a catch yeah the catch is you need to be on the beta channel you can't just get this if you're not on a windows insider preview which a lot of people especially us those of us who are blind probably don't want to be unless you're testing software right because anything could happen in amongst all that so 
if you like your computer working, if you like your computer to just work, <laughs> then you probably don't want to go on that because it could throw up some problems for you. Uh, so you may not see this for a little while, but it is rolling out, as you say, it's rolling out globally to people who are uh, on the Windows Insider. Now, you've got it. Um, have. have you uh, had a play around? Have you tried it? Well, you know as well as I do, Stephen Scott, because I tried to call you and uh, you're yes. the very first call I made from it. And it was just a case of, I could hear hear myself. That was the first thing. I could hear myself responding and I couldn't hear a word you said. It sounded sounded great to me. Oh, good. Uh, Then it was like a dream. I was so impressed. I thought, I like that. I can talk to myself. What a great phone system. (laughs) That's a good point, actually. You'd love this. So (laughs) I'm running the, I'm on the developer uh, insider ring. Mm-hmm. Of the uh, of Windows on one of my laptops, so uh, yeah, it appeared on this. So if you run Phone Link, if you open up your Start menu and type Phone Link right now, it will pop up, and you should see it will say which phone do you have, and the two options will be Android, and that's good to go now, and it will say iPhone, but it will say coming soon, unavailable, currently unavailable. Mm, okay, but if you run the, um, if you sign up for the developer build of windows which you can do by going to settings windows update and go through and at the end you can sign up for the insider builds of windows again not recommended if you not that confident or comfortable running beta things anyway so can can i I just i know we'll we'll get to this i'm sure but one thing i think is good to say at this point because i think i figured out a slight problem here with this uh, I have another lenovo laptop that i used and my intention was to use it as a beta and so I signed in and oh, I, yes. I went into yes. the settings, did exactly as you said, and I went in and I picked, I think it was the dev channel, and, and that was fine. And then the next day on my main Lenovo, it said, Windows update and you're now on the developer edition or whatever it was. And I thought, hang on, what? I didn't sign into that. Because it's on your account, not it's on the machine. The so you're hmm. absolutely right. Yes, I didn't even think of that. I don't care. But you're absolutely right. I think it is account linked rather than system linked, which actually mm, I shouldn't be really. You should no. be able to choose. But anyway, okay, whatever. If you're going to sign up for the developer builds, then you know what you're signing up for. So you know, be confident. Um, anyway, so I opened up the phone link. The iPhone option was available and it was actually a really good experience. So once you click on the iPhone, choose your phone, iPhone, hit enter on that, and it comes up with a QR code, kind of like WhatsApp, you know, when you when you sync that on uh, your Windows device. Mm-hmm. It comes up with a QR code. So I grabbed my iPhone, I brought down the control center, and in my control center, I've added the code scanner option. Double tapped on that, pointed it at my um, laptop, and bing, found it straight away, and I got a dialogue on the phone saying, um, do you want to pair with uh, the Lenovo laptop? It was, yes. And it was all really easy, straightforward instructions. It connects via Bluetooth. If you go to your Bluetooth settings on your phone and you see your Lenovo uh, laptop or whatever your laptop is in that list, you go to more info and in there you can choose what you want to allow Windows to have access to. You have contacts, you have notifications and you have messages uh, maybe even causes in there but i think causes default anyway uh, so you toggle what you want windows to have access to and that is pretty much it on your windows machine it will um just carry on it will realize what you've done on your phone and just switch into the phone link program itself now when we get to the phone link pro- phone link program itself Eh, I, I'm not going to be too harsh because this is beta. This is the actual point of it. Mm. But it is a little clunky from a screen reader point of view. But it's doable. I mean, it read everything out. It just mm, a little bit clunky and some of the things didn't really make se- sense on the navigation side. But basically, you can go to your notifications, you can go to your calls, and you can go to your messages. And in my notifications were notifications that had just come in. I could read them. I could see my phone's battery level in there um it told me it was connected via bluetooth so that was all cool messages i could see messages that had come through since i'd linked it i couldn't go back and read previous messages that is one limitation here so far um and that's that a was, system limitation isn't it? that's apple putting on putting on that's that limitation apple putting that in yes I, as far as we know that that is apple they won't won't allow you to 
drag or allow windows to drag out the previous conversations. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how that progresses. We're going to find out. Uh, and uh, th- then there was a make a call. There's also a new message. Now, when I tapped on new message, the phone, leak, phone link program crashed out, just disappeared. Mm, I had to start okay. it up again. And when I clicked on the call button and called you... Uh, I could do well, it myself. It didn't work. So what happened initially? So I clicked on Call Stephen Scott, and I got a drop-down box. Now, NVDA wouldn't read the options in that, so I switched on um, Narrator, and it did. It gave me the various numbers for you, Stephen, because we know you have thousands. Uh, yes. And I could go through Moving the Moving targets list. harder to hit. Yes. <laughs> and chose the number I wanted to ring, and it actually initiated the call on the phone. So I had my headset on ready for it to start ringing, but it didn't. So I picked up the phone, and you were already there shouting at me, what, who, what? <laughs> and uh, then on the phone link program itself, there's a button which says transfer call to computer. So I oh. clicked on that and it didn't seem to work. Although you said you could hear yourself back. So there was something strange going on there mm. and it didn't work. But that's as far as I've got because as I said, I don't want to trash it or anything because it, that would be totally unfair. This is a beta product. But I was just testing out what information was available through it, what you could actually find out. I was really interested in the messaging because that's that's something we're missing. WhatsApp on Windows is fantastic for keeping in touch mm. with people on whatever platform, Android phones, whatever. WhatsApp is great for that. And I would love the same sort of iMessage integration into Windows. And hopefully we're going to get a step closer to that with this. But uh, the thing I'm taking away from it is the way you connect your phone to it was really accessible and really easy anyone could do it so that's that's a good sign so you said you were using nvda and then you were having some problems he switched to narrator but did you go back and try it again with narrator on its own yes i did yes i have used it i'm actually using narrator quite a lot now because i love the natural voices um and it's fine. I mean, it works fine. Um, I wasn't able to access anything any more in the main interface than I could with NVDA. It all seemed pretty much the same. So there wasn't a massive difference there. But obviously there is in some of the sub-menus, at least there was when I clicked on Call Now button. So, yeah, uh, as I said, I don't want to go too far into it because of the beta nature of it. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's... um. It's a great idea. I mean, again, I think what I like about it is it allows me, uh, you know, this is very selfish thinking of course. here. Um, but we all think selfishly on this, right? It's not like we're thinking, oh, for the good of humanity, this is great. I'm like, no, but what about me? And what I'm thinking is, well, this is great because I can then have my iPhone and I can have my PC. And it's interesting because I saw a conversation somewhere, was it was a Mastodon or Twitter or wherever it is these days. And um, I saw someone talking about this saying, how could we ever get to a point where we could just live in one ecosystem? But it's very difficult to do that, especially oh, when absolutely. you use screen readers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And uh, that's why we're loving WhatsApp at the minute. But then I'm saying that, but, you know, it, with people and, and yourself saying that the WhatsApp Mac experience isn't that good. That's terrible. Again, we're, we're, well, we're hitting that same wall again. Then it's not truly like the, the universal chat or messaging program, right? No, but, well, I think the question was more about OS. So could you just live in Windows forever? Could you just live in Mac forever? Yeah. And I don't think that's actually I, – I certainly find it very difficult because I am obviously lucky to be able to have both options. So I can you know, have a Mac and I can have the PC sitting next to each other. That, to me, is the ideal world. Um, but that's not the case for everybody. If I was picking one for someone, I'd say go PC. Now, I know, again, that's a, an interesting – well, it's an interesting one because <laughs> – we had Claire Sisk on the other day, uh, who was brilliant, by the way. And if you haven't heard that episode yet, you got. I know it came a bit late to the podcast, but you've got to check out KFC to NFC, which I thought was the best title ever. That was fantastic, by the way. And, um, you know, well done. She was, thank you. And she was saying that ultimately she ended up, she had a Windows machine, but she went, actually, I was talking to her later, later on after the, the interview, and she said, you know, I had a, a PC, couldn't get to grips with it, went to Mac. And it's so interesting because you would think it would be the other way around. You'd think you would get the Mac and go, what do I do with this? Yeah. Because that's exactly, I I still to some some degree feel like that. I think, you know, every time I go into the Mac, I always think, okay, what hurdle are you going to throw up in front of me today? Or what's (laughs) going to be new? Or what's going to be challenging? But again, I have this thing. And I, I think if I'm honest, it's historical. 
because I used Macs at school, so I got a fondness of them then. And yeah, I think it's just stuck, you know. But yeah. Windows, I honestly, if I, I, I keep saying this, but if, I think the only thing left that I can't really do solely on the Windows side is video editing. Not that I do a lot of it really anyway. I think it's time we cracked that particular I think nut. We, I think we need to find a way. Yeah, I mean, there must on be Windows, a way. What's, what's the most accessible video editing software? We know about Reaper. But there's a learning curve to that. Yeah, but also I don't know if Reaper is a video editor because you think about things like like it's it's not just a straight video you want to do. Maybe you want to add B-roll. Maybe you want to add food. And I know it's difficult when you're blind, right? But hmm. it, you know, and I'm not suggesting I'm even going to use any remaining vision to do this because it wouldn't be possible. Final Cut Pro. I was using it a couple of years back with with you know zooming in as far as I could go with it, and it was just painful to use not the software my eyes it was just so painful to yeah. try and see what i was doing i just couldn't do it it was just so visual and and maybe that's the maybe that's the thing maybe there's a point that comes when you just say why am i trying to do something that is really built as a visual thing you know why am i trying to to force myself to do this when there are loads of people out there who could benefit from this you know, and experience of doing this, and I'll just give them money, and they can do it. I I totally get what you're saying, right? And I've seen some people attack uh, visually impaired YouTubers or social influencers, if you want to use that term, content creators, saying, "Oh, they don't edit their stuff." I'm so, I, I, sorry, that, I don't get that. I think that's it. Doesn't matter if they actually physically create it or edit it themselves. I think it honestly doesn't matter. Um, but. I, I'm not like I'll tell you this right. So there's a project I, I, I'm working on. I don't want to get into details because oh, yes, uh, obviously I can't talk about anything at the moment. Very exciting, but we're working on some new projects, and you know one of the projects I really wanted to get my own teeth into, and you know take ownership of because that's the thing, right? When you work in audio, and I have felt this for years. It's you know, exactly the, where I was going. Yeah, yes, it's that kind of ownership thing you have. You own it. You create it. And I guess I, I, I suppose Sean of the Shed is like that to you, right? There was a give. Yeah, it was like a give back point where you had to just give it over to someone and say, like, release some of the control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't be a control freak when you're blind. But still, if you can do, <laughs> no, you, but there is some ownership you can take. If you can do the basic chops and edits on something, we're not talking about the finessing, transitions, titling, anything mm. like that. But if you can do, okay, here's the basic timeline, here's the content, here's what I want it to be at the final product. I see nothing wrong with giving that away. If you, if you're able to do, I'm going to say rough chops on a video, that would be enough for me. Yeah. So yeah, yes, there must be something one. out there. I used to use Pinnacle Studio, but that was before my screen reader day. So I honestly don't know what's out there right now. So if anyone does know, let us know. Reaper, I think, is one. Clip Champ is one I hear about. I don't know it, but I that think it's built in. keeps coming up in my open with menu. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. even know what that was. Yeah. yeah, it's a video editor of sorts. I think it's quite basic, but then maybe that's enough. I don't know. I mean, you're kind of looking for that iMovie equivalent on, on you know, this on Mac. And I, I don't even get it started on the iPhone. I'm not even going to touch that. I know some people do it, but I just... No, no yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing Apple do, does so well, though, isn't it? I mean, they make that that user interface is just so accessible, and I don't mean just from a yeah visually impaired point. Don't know of view. if it's, it's just usable, so well though. done. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, look, let's time. we'll move on uh, because I want to get some <laughs> feedback, and I also want to talk Ooh. about headphones in just a moment as well. Um, headphones with a difference. Hmm. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. It's Friday's Double Tap, and uh, today on the show, I am going to sell you on a concept, Sean Priest. Oh, please, hook me on a feeling. Yeah, I, I want you to spend some cash today, okay? So I'm, I, That's I'm not going to happen. I, I think you might buy these. I'm going to well, put it this way. I'm going to put it in your head that you should buy these. Um, okay, put them in my head. Uh, yeah, because it's headphones. Uh, that's clever. Well done. From Dyson. Okay, well, we can stop right there because I know <laughs> I know how much the Dyson fan is. My partner has a Dyson hairdresser, which quite frankly, hairdresser. what a ridiculous... Ridiculous price. Hair dryer, no? What did I say? Hairdresser. 
Oh, a hairdresser? No, she doesn't have the Dyson hairdresser. No, sorry. Is that, is that an AI thing? Is that a robot that comes to the house and cuts your hair? That sounds brilliant. Can I get for, one? For the price of it, it should be a hairdresser. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. I'm intrigued, though. So this is a pair of noise-cancelling headphones called The Zone that uh, still manages to incorporate the company's expertise with cleaning and purifying air. Oh, hair? No, air. Air. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so featuring oversized ear cups packed with 40 millimeter neodymium drivers. These are headphones. What's it got to do with purifying air? Oh, keep coming. Keep listening. The oh. Dyson Zone will offer noise cancellation powered by eight microphones to detect and reduce the intensity of environmental noises around the user by up to 38 decibels. And an extra pair designed to acoustically camouflage the Zone's most unique feature an air filtration system powered by 10,000 RMP electric motors located in each ear cup. Right, okay. Sorry, is this an April Fool's? I thought this was. This actually came out not long before <laughs> April Fool, and everyone thought this was a joke. Yes, basically what you're talking about here is a pair of noise-cancelling headphones with a face mask attached to them. It sounds That's like it's got is. a hand dryer attached to it. You know those Dyson Airblade hand dryers you get in bathrooms? You've got, the, you've got filters in here. Uh, you've got to change ridiculous. them every 12 months or so. It will remove particles like pollen, dust, bacteria, and even unwanted gases. Oofed. Uh, with the clean air <laughs> sent to the user's mouth and nose through a removable face mask. Oh, be quiet. Oh, no. What's RMP? I thought you were going to say 10,000 RPM. Uh, I, maybe it R- was RPM, actually, because it says RMP, but yeah, it might be RPM, actually. Now but that's about a it, yeah. motor. Revolutions per minute. That... Yeah. Yes, this music sounds great. It, it just looks, they have an image of it, and it's the headphones. So it's kind of typical over, you know, oversized over-ear headphones, but you have this attachment that makes you look like Hannibal Lecter. Uh, it's unbelievable. This is a this real can, thing. This is literally unbelievable. I'm not buying it. I mean, in every I'm going to get you to guess that. the price in a second, okay? But oh, easy. I'll tell you this. Last December, ahead of demos at the uh, pro- of the product at CES 2023, Gizmodo, which is where I'm getting this information from, had the chance to try it out. And uh, they said they walked away both impressed and hesitant, as many of our concerns about the headphones had been validated. For starters, they're very heavy, weighing in at 670 grams with the visor attached, which is both heavier than the AirPods Max and the Sony WH-1000XM5s combined. And I have to say that the Apple AirPods Max, as much as I love them, they are heavy headphones. They are heavy in your head. Uh, The visor, which is made of flexible plastic so that it can be uh, adapted to heads of various shapes and sizes, was also a challenge to attach and remove. Installations requires the ear cups to be pulled away from each other, which is most easily accomplished by putting them on. Uh, but that then requires users to attempt to slot each side of the visor into each ear cup without seeing what they're doing. Oh, well, we'll be okay with that. Oh, yeah, easy. Piece of cake. It says, uh, the visor did deliver a welcome breath of fresh air without feeling like our faces were being blasted by a fan, but the Dyson Zone requires an additional N95 mask to keep COVID at bay. Uh, it says the price tag remains its biggest downside. However, Dyson's vacuums feel like an obvious improvement over the competition when you use them with impressive suction and solid battery life that helps justify Sorry, their premium a, prices. This is a sponsorship article. Like it, it? Um, it says 50 hours, by the way, it comes to when you, uh, get, you know, use this. 50 hours you can get out of it with the Sorry, charging are again. You, are you being serious? This is a joke, isn't it? Comes with a leather carrying case. No, he's going on. Ofs. Um yeah, you can go to Best Buy, try them out. Also, Dyson stores around the country. How much? Oh, easy. They will be 600 of your Canadian dollars. No, they won't. They'll be 800 of your Canadian dollars. Okay, I'm going to talk US dollars because that's the price I've got here. They so will talk, be talk US 999 US dollars. You are $50 off. <gasps> Ooh, what do I win? Nothing. Oh, okay. You Fair win enough. smelly air. Hang on. Uh, was I over or under? You are over. So it's oh, 949. Wow, it's but, but hang on. You are right if you buy the more premium version, whichever, whatever that is. I have no idea. Maybe you just got an extra face mask. I don't know. But this is a real product. And I think the thing is, people thought this was a joke. I, yes, I still was do. convinced it was a joke when it came out. Uh, basically, they've put a face blaster in Why? a pair of headphones. Why? What? 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 You know what? This this is a child Why? of the pandemic. This is a child yeah, of the pandemic. Late. I know. It's too Those late. Those days have gone, touch wood. That's it. 
Well, you're ready for the next one. <sighs> when the next wow. pandemic hits, you are ready. And not only that, with nice crystal clear music and noise cancellation to drown out the screams. Which is fine. <laughs> Have a go at yeah, I mean, they, they, they are very good at disrupting <laughs> the various markets, the vacuums disrupt. and all uh, You walk right. in a room with these, you will disrupt a room, I'll tell you that. People were <laughs> running for their lives. A visor to accommodate any size of head so you could stick it on a horse if you wanted to this is absolutely ridiculous i don't understand it and it confuses and scares me why don't they just create a motorcycle helmet that you put around your face (laughs) your head and then you don't even have to look at other people or be seen by other people i mean you may as well the only thing available to be seen is your eyes from this that is all you have and i can't wear my (sighs) i mean if i wear my sunglasses with this and a skip hat i may as well just not exist I'd never be seen in public again. That's just not what I do. Any sense whatsoever. It's Maybe a very this is strange for product. hay fever season. That's that's just started up. Maybe it's for that. Well, look, I think that there's no doubt. I mean, you live in a big city, uh, then you're going to be noticing. A, I mean, places like London and England, I guess Toronto as well to some degree. I don't oh. know places like Vancouver. Any big city. Yes. is not going to have the best air quality. I know they're oh, this always is, we're grasping at straws. This is a completely this. ludicrous idea. Terrible. Don't buy them. Unless you're listening, Mr. Dyson, in which case we'd love to review some. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you can test these ones. I, I just don't really uh, no, thank you. find this particularly enjoyable, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, it's not for me. Not for me at all. It makes no sense. It doesn't I just, make any I, sense. How do you link those two things? You know what these headphones need? Some sort of wafting air fan motor built. But that's exactly where they've come from. That I can guarantee you that's what's happened. Someone said, hey, what if we took a pair of headphones and a face mask and put them together? And this was in 2020, probably around January. And they thought, let's do it. Great idea. 2023, people have stopped wearing face masks as much. There's no mm-hmm. requirement to wear them. So the ideas come around too late. It's the product of the, it's a child of the pandemic, but a product of Far its of, of its clearly of the of its time. Can I just say, when referring to face masks, I I, I feel like freed now that at any time I could wear a face mask again. You know, when we all started wearing them, it was like, oh, this is weird. Mm. I'm so self conscious of it. It's a bit like Bluetooth headsets back in the yuppie days of the eighties. Using a phone, no old days. Well, yeah, exactly. My phone would but ring now, on the bus, and I'd be like terrified to answer it. If I don't want to have a shave, you know what? I'm going to pop a mask on. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. I'm just, you know, it's absolutely fine. So, yay. Can okay. I do that on Double Tap TV? Can I just wear a face mask? Can I wear a head mask? Um, I wish you would. Yes. So do I. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm thinking, I am, honestly, I am so excited about avatars because I just want to be an avatar on screen. That's it. Yeah, I know, exactly. I'll never Deep have to shave again. Yeah, 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 yeah. All for that. Okay. Well, that was a terrible product. Next. Okay, fine. Right. Shall we get some emails and voicemails? Yes, okay, let's. Uh, we'll get to the emails in a minute, but let's hear one of our voicemails first. Hello, this is Darren from Bexley in Kent. Um, you are asking about any comments about the sense player, what people have heard. I heard on Living Blindfully, a YouTube channel, and it's also a podcast. There was discussion on the 18th of April, that's when it was published, with with hymns, and there was a review of the Sense Player. And it would appear that although things have improved, it's still quite buggy. Um, There's still quite a few bugs in, in the thing, so I certainly wouldn't buy one yet until things are settled down and then see how we go from there. Um, Another thing I'm waiting to see what happens was with the Orbit Speak. Um, that's a product I'm really interested in because um, it would be nice to have a Braille in note taker and speech out because mm-hmm. it's a product that I may well be buying because if I decided to go for a touchscreen phone in the future, I could use it to control that. I could also use it to read books because it's going to have internet access, I don't see any reason why it can't have access to podcasts in the future, radio, and also library services, because it's got Wi-Fi and internet access by the look of it. So the Orbit Speak is something that I'm really interested in. And you could also use it to control a touchscreen device and do Braille in, and with any computer or 
even a Chromebook, um, which I've played with. So the Orbit Speak is looking like a really good um, contender as well. So I'm going to hold fire and see what happens for the next few months. Um, that's all for Okay, I think nope. that cut them off there, uh, which is rather unfortunate. But I there think you go. It did. It's, uh, honestly, our phone system has a mind of its own. I think it's run by AI. That's I think the it. robots are getting off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your comments. Goodbye. Uh, okay, thank you, Darren. Well, thank you, Darren, for that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's good to know. Uh, again, comments about the Sense Player are welcome because we're hearing mixed reports online about it, and different people have different views. So if you've got one, mm. and we're going to get in touch with Jason Fair and get him back on in a couple of weeks. To uh, to figure out what the, the the deal is with it, you know, just to get a sense of where he is now and and you know how he's feeling about it. Uh, and Orbit Speak, I am one hundred percent behind you on this. I actually I keep forgetting about that little thing because I get so excited about the Optima. Well, to um, be fair, we we've been waiting a long time for that, but we did talk to uh, Venkatesh and and he did say it's back on track. So mm-hmm. yes, it, it, hopefully it's coming soon. Uh, Rebecca writes in, if somebody needs or wants a Braille input device, consider uh, the Braille from Hims. Uh, I think we should set expectations accordingly when it comes to both the new stream and sense players. They're new devices with bugs. People have complained about problems with speech quality and adjusting the playback speed. Rebecca says she's taking a wait-and-see approach. I'm not willing to be a paying beta tester. Hmm. Uh, also, some say that the OCR option on the sense player isn't as good as other products. So we wait and Why? see. We How do you see. feel about that? About products having bugs at launch? I mean, it's difficult, I, isn't it? It, it, de- it depends on the number and the severity of them, I suppose. But I mean, we are quite forgiving, I think, as a community when it comes to bugs, and it, depending on the interaction with the you know developer or manufacturer, we are usually you know quite forgiving. I'd be interested. I don't know how I feel about that. Should it? Is it ready for prime time? Just pops in my head. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to some degree to allow a little bit of leniency. I mean, I think we know that the bugs are being fixed. We know there were updates coming through all the time in the early stage for the Sense Player because I know Jason Fair had got in touch to tell us some of the things that he'd mentioned in his original review had been fixed or had actually been updated and actually come to life. So I think there's a little bit of forgiveness. I do think sometimes there's that challenge these companies have. They have the product. Everyone's talking about it. Let's get it out there and we'll just update as we go. Because ultimately you have to get the product into people's hands to find the problems. This is where we become the beta testers. Now, is that massively different if you're an iPhone user or a, you know an Android user? You're going to find bugs. You're going to report them. It depends on what it is. Different? I mean, yeah, well, the range of functionality in, in these devices, I would argue, is less. There's a certain range of functions it's got and is it really that difficult to beta test it and test them out and find those bugs in those systems it depends on what the bugs are i don't know because i don't know what they are i haven't got one in my hand so i don't know but if it's something like the playback changing playback speed doesn't work surely that should have been discovered before launch uh, yeah i don't know I'm, um, I'm undecided on this. Camille writes, and thank you, Rebecca, for that. Um, Camille writes in, he says, uh, first off, he was concerned the other day when there was no episode uh, of our show. Uh, that's because for some reason it was held back. Uh, it did come up in, in the oh. end, but it was a little bit later. Uh, and, was uh, it double checked? Was it a double tap, double check? <laughs> yeah, to be, was, had to go through the lawyers first, yes, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, well, it did have Claire Sisk in there, so you never know. Maybe that's why. Oh, yes. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Camille says my day cannot be completed without having listening to having listened to Double Tap. Did Stephen's wife get rid of him? Did Sean break his leg on his way to or from the shed? I checked three times, and other podcasts were coming down, but not Uh-oh. my favourite one. So I listened to Sam the Blind Guy being interviewed on the AT Banter podcast. It was interesting, but not the same. Uh, Camille still waiting in Regina. <laughs> well, you got it in the end, and I hope you enjoyed the other show as well because those guys on the T Banter podcast are good fun. Um, Thank also, you, Camille. since no uh, double tap podcast on Sunday, says Camille, I listened to Get Connected. Alpha tells us all these shows he listens to. Uh, I listened mm-hmm. to Get Connected and the App Show podcasts. Get Connected used to be on AMI Audio. Uh, some of the topics discussed may be of interest to you and your listeners. Uh, on the App Show podcast, they talk about Apple's new service available in the US, a savings account. Yes, yeah. Apple is attempting to become a banking service as well. Yeah, I read about this. But again, being US, um, I tend to kind of look past it because we don't even so have jealous. Apple Card here yet. 
I would love Apple Card. It would, would you? ruin me. I, I know. I, I don't it. know if I'd want that. I mean, I just want to go in. I just kind of want to have it just because I want to have it. Yeah. I do not want to have it. What I, want, I want it with zero balance and no ability to spend on it. Can I have that? Can I just have the card? Yeah, just say you've got it now. We'll just pretend you've got it <laughs> and everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also mentioned Alaska Airlines looking at self-check-ins. Um, Camille says, I'm pretty sure that such a service would save money and time but, uh, to travellers, but how about accessibility? Another case of accessibility being an afterthought, I suppose. I wonder if the mentality of large businesses such as air carriers in Europe is different than than it is in North America. Um, That's an interesting know. one. I, I, uh, no, I... I don't see a problem with that for the vast majority of travellers. If it speeds things up, I haven't got a problem with that. As long as accessibility isn't forgotten about, you know, as long as it's not at the uh, expense of accessibility and us getting assistance, I don't think it will be. uh, Well, what are you talking about here, right? We're talking about the assistance or are you talking about the machines? Because the machines are generally not accessible. Yes, but we wouldn't use those machines. Let's be fair, when I've ever flown anywhere, usually I'm bustled to the front of everything anyway and whisk through <laughs> everywhere so uh, it, it, it honestly doesn't i don't care there you go okay well there we go that's <laughs> that that's the official view of sean priest i don't care well we get preferential treatment right it, usually i'm buggied through everything security everything so it, it honestly buggied out of the airport first <laughs> i'm in the plane first i'm out it, it's absolutely fine and you're, the, sit, you're sitting I... in the pilot's seat with a hat on <laughs> pretending you're flying they're taking selfies it's like, oh wait, i suppose we should really get the other passengers on okay uh, uh, let's do that you can let them on mate it's fine i'm on i'm comfy it's <laughs> Absolutely fine. Look, as long and nothing wrong with those those self service quick check ins, whatever it may be, as long as it's not at the expense of assistance for us. That's always got to be there for people with with needs. Yeah. That's the fear. That's the fear. I think sometimes because I mean we've seen so it's many a, it's cuts a rational across fear as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a rational fear because there's a there's so many. I mean, here in the UK, for example, one thing they're changing is the number of guards on trains. So in theory, there may become a time where no one will be on the train, really, apart from the driver. And no doubt down the line, there won't be a driver either because the driver will be gone because it's a driverless train. So AI. suddenly, yeah. So suddenly you have all this <laughs> this you know, fear of, okay, I'm in a wheelchair. I want to get off the train. How do I do it? And there's been so many stories of people abandoned on trains because it they just can't get... It goes far deeper than that anyway. From a safety point of view, from vulnerable people travelling, they should never be an empty, whatever the transport is, never. That's that's something we all need to rally against, fight the power. I think we're very lucky in the UK, though, because it's interesting that you you question, Camille, Europe versus North America. I think in Europe we are very well served. Uh, not that Britain's part of Europe anymore, just a reminder. Your daily reminder, this is a ridiculous <sighs> country I live in. Yes. Um, but yes, we're no longer part of the wonderful thing that is Europe. And um, we... But in saying that, we do still benefit from some of the spoils because, you know, you can't unentangle all that stuff. Uh, But, you know, we do. I think we are actually pretty well served. Assistance. When I went to Vienna, it was an incredible experience. Honestly, it was so relaxing. And it's interesting because a journey from here to my local town centre feels more of a struggle than it did going (laughs) To Vienna. It's because buses know? keep hitting you. That's well, why. that's right. They keep hitting me in the face. And if buses could stop hitting me in the face, I would be happier. Uh, Camille says, as always, I enjoy your show and I'm looking forward to your opinions on those matters. Well, you can tell us what you think. Um, Debbie Gillespie writes in requesting a demo. Uh-oh. Uh, requesting a demo. Oh. Uh, she was listening to the episode about hearing assistance on the AirPods Pro, she says, which I have. And I've often wondered how to import an audiogram so that my AirPods uh-huh. Pro can take advantage of that. I love the show. Thanks, Mr. F. And of course, you too, Stephen and Sean. Oh, oh um, thank you. Well, yes, we will get that because actually Robin Christofferson, Lord Robin, Dr. will be Lord coming back. Robin. Dr. Lord, he is coming back on soon and he is going to do a demo, basically because we told him to. Yes. So it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier getting someone else to do it. I find that, you know. Yeah, it works out well for us. Oh, I want to mention Rocco as well, before we go. Uh, Rocco says, hey, Stephen, I love the Double Tap show. I know you love your keyboards. This is my favourite. So he uh, sends me to a link to... uh, Now, what is this he sent me a link to? It's the Razer ProType keyboard. He says, I love it. It's got full-size number pad, physical toggles for switching between devices. That's pretty good. 
uh, and that's at the back as well. Uh, super tactile and spacing between the keys. So there you go. Um, thank you, Rocco. I love Are my you keyboards. One? I'll be checking. Of course, I'll probably buy one. Ah, of course, I you will. Keyboards. What was I thinking? Do you know what? I kind of feel I've had the same keyboard now for at least a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just too long. I've had this this relationship with this keyboard. It's just too long. I'm sorry. I think my <laughs> wife is so pleased I have the relationship I do with tech, and I don't have that relationship with her. Maybe, or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. Maybe she feels quite the opposite. I don't know. If only there was a way to find out. Rocco, you're an enabler. Stop it now. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you to everyone who has been in touch, and I know lots of you have been sending in your questions and comments. I can only read the short ones. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got Laura reading the bigger ones, so we'll get to those. Uh, I promise you, uh, if you've been sending in your messages, as you have, I know that Negative Julian's been in touch, Mary Ellen's been in touch, Greg's been back in touch, so hey. we'll get to those uh, very soon. Uh, tomorrow on the show, a bit of a different tack. We're going to be focusing on six months of Musk. Yes, Oof. it's been six months, only six months. Oh, since what Elon a honeymoon period over. it's been. Yes, hasn't it been fun? Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to revisit some of our conversations we've had about social media over the past year. Uh, that's coming up on tomorrow's weekend edition. No show on Monday because Sean and I are both off. It's a bank holiday in Britain, so we are not, we can't work. It's illegal to We're work. We're not allowed. We want to, but we can't. But they closed all the banks, so we can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bank we can't transact on a Monday. It's impossible. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we'll no show on uh, Monday, uh, uh, but you will hear the uh, repeat. If you're listening on AMI Audio, you will hear a repeat of the six months of Musk episode. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, we're back with lots of interesting stuff, including a brand new product to help children learn Braille, which I'm really, really excited about sharing with you. Uh, so we'll talk about all that on the show uh, next week. Uh, keep your emails and feedback coming in between times because Thursday when we're back, I promise you, we'll delve into all the feedback. Same on Friday. So have a great weekend. Enjoy your week as well. And we'll catch you again soon here on Double Tap. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-tv every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.